Hey there, my name is Shane Craddock and this is the Inner Edge podcast where I share a different take on how to lead and live a sustainable high performance life. Over the course of different episodes, I'm going to challenge the belief that tension, stress and struggle are essential to success and creativity. My experience is that there's an easier way, there's a better way and indeed there's an essential way that we need to explore for the times that we live in. So let's go ahead, let's jump in and explore. Hi there, uh, welcome to today's episode with myself, Shane Craddock. Uh, today, we're going to talk about something that comes into uh, better leadership. I think it comes into better coaching, better parenting, better teaching, better management. Um, basically, anything where you have a, a career uh, trying to lead to help improve uh, people. So when it comes to other people, this particular thing is perhaps the fundamental variable that I think makes the biggest difference of all. And wherever I look and find great leaders in any context, this is something that it just stands out once you understand what it is and what to look for. And the thing that you can train for is caring, C-A-R-I-N-G, caring. And I remember one of the areas years and years ago that I studied um, was a thing called NLP, Neurolinguistic Programming. Um, at the time, it would have been probably the main uh, area of maybe training for somebody getting into the inner world. Um, I, I probably look at it slightly differently now in terms of its use. Um, I think it's quite specific in where it can be used, uh, maybe misused at times. And maybe misunderstood, but essentially it's become a massive industry. NLP training is very much kind of the corporate world, the business world, uh, maybe even the sports world. Um, but the guys who created that essentially started off, it was a mathematician and a linguist, uh, American guys who started to study the best therapists in the world. And they were trying to find a pattern for how these people, how these incredible therapists who got incredible results with their patients, like what was different about them? What were they doing differently? What were they thinking differently? What were they saying differently? What was their body language? And they studied them for many, 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 many hours. And out of that became, it became the seeds of what became NLP, neurolinguistic Programming, which on one level is the science of achievement or the science of language in the pursuit of achievement or change. So there are definitely areas of interest within it. Um, but for me, as I was exploring that area, the bit that really stood out to me was, and I'm always looking for little lines within research around throwaway remarks that kind of maybe validate perhaps my own experience of what I've seen. But there was one comment made by the founders of NLP where they were talking about the therapists that they studied and said they all had in common, though, an extraordinary level of care something that you can't train which is ironic i think because <laughs> nlp is all about training in a way you're training people to this that and the other yet they were flagging perhaps i think the most fundamental of variables is that these therapists had an extraordinary level of care for their patients and caring brings something into the equation that just cannot be replicated and that thing is a high level of attention that is the magic piece of the equation from my perspective. 
So when you are giving high attention to anything, whether it's a situation, your activity, your job, conversation, or person, all sorts of interesting things happen. One of them is that you're more likely to go into flow mode. And that brings in your intuition, which brings in a more likely chance of actually getting directed to say or not say or to share or to ask a question that will help the person. Now, I've spoken to many peers about this myself over my own career over the last 25, 30 years. People in coaching, in leadership development, in sports, therapists as well. And, you know, they all have their own different ways of doing it. They might share a story, um, but they'll always talk about, you know, getting to a place where there's a very high level of trust. Such a high level that the person relaxes because they don't feel like they're being judged. They feel they can be themselves. They can be vulnerable. Um, there's a certain feeling that comes with that. And that feeling is more and more something that I recognize in myself as something to bring into the room before anybody else does. But again, it's because of care. If you care about the people, this can happen naturally. And the one thing as well, what you'll find is that, you know, one of the things that the researchers in LP flagged was that uh, a lot of these therapists would um, imagine outcomes or see the best for the person. But what I found intuitively is that when you're giving high attention to somebody, whether it's a child or an adult or a teen or whatever, whoever the person is you're trying to help, and you come into that with high level at that meeting with a high level of care, the best that I've ever met or worked with will always say the same thing that they just instinctively imagine the best version of the people in front of them. And they, without anybody telling them, would hold that image in their mind, no matter what the person in front of them said or did, or even if they were down in the depths of depression, they would be looking in their mind at the highest level of that person, and that would inspire them. And then they would put their energy and attention into that, and they just wouldn't lose faith in that that was where they were going to end up. And that, to me, is showing you something extra. And I think I would see the same thing in the best business people that I've ever worked with. Um, they are the ones that care, but again, they care about the people in the business, they care about the results, but they care about the two of those things kind of equally. And again, that's that's impossible to train. Now you can cultivate it, which will come to in a second, but it's funny, I was listening to a podcast um, where Liam Neeson, the great Irish actor, was being interviewed. And he kept on talking about, obviously it was a value for him. Uh, he was asked like, who are the people, the best people he ever worked with? And he kept on talking about the people who impressed him the most were usually the ones also who were the best at what they did, but he said that they all really cared for the people, that they cared about the cast, they cared about him, they cared about how they were. And he, he wasn't talking about the way I'm talking about, but I just noted it, that actually he's he, he was saying something that he knew was important. Sometimes it's hard to explain it. Now, you do have to, there, there is a watch out where you have to go, well, you know, somebody who is uh, maybe instinctively a great carer does have to watch out if they lose balance between care for, for others and care for themselves. You know, what, what I might call the other self ratio. And I've had to learn that myself the hard way. If you're a carer in any context, you can very often overcompensate sometimes because you are hiding from yourself. And it's important to get that balance right, not just for you, but also for the people that you work with, that you serve. So what I'm saying is, and I wonder would you agree with me, but you can't train caring, but you can you can cultivate it. You can cultivate it. Having said that, like once you realize it's a variable, you can look at yourself, but it's hard. And in my experience, usually 
that kind of caring element is either intrinsic in the person or else it's activated by pain where perhaps you lose people and you, and that's pain that wakes you up or perhaps you make a tragic mistake that damages a relationship irrevocably or you see the error of your ways from not caring for people and then you go through pain and sometimes that's the gift of pain that it can wake you up and it can make you go oh i now see something about myself that wasn't there before um because when caring when i'm talking about caring it's talking about it's natural it's genuine it's not forced you can't train this it's not the five steps to caring because caring is all about the heart and it's all about the soul and it's not about the head and for me nlp in particular was more about the head it didn't really address the issues of the heart and the soul and so therefore that's the essence really of being a human um and i think actually part 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 of what's to come in leadership um in the world that we're in to help everybody navigate better more effectively in a very uncertain volatile time is to help people to understand how to integrate the heart the soul and the head with each other so that we're operating more holistically and when that happens i think care is just a natural expression of somebody who's just who's done the inner work who's connected who's centered um, and who naturally wants to help and make a difference so as you're listening to me i wonder how much do you really care about the people in your life and i'm not saying that to be smart maybe it's a challenge all right though but how much do you really care like would your behavior and actions match up with what you say because most people would say oh no no i really care about my family <laughs> but so many conversations with business entrepreneurs over the years will say no no this is all for my family but if you watch the behavior either a they're never around their family because they're traveling all the time or b when they are around their family they're thinking about the business but yet they're doing it all for the family that's not really caring. Um and whatever you think you're doing or saying about the people in your life whether it's work or sport or an organization or community help like would the people around you say would they agree with you? Maybe they would. Maybe they wouldn't. What do you think? And then finally is your others to self ratio is it balanced? Maybe you need to balance it up on some level. Like how would you score your, your ratio? The bottom line anyway is that you know I suppose I'm saying something here that there is no industry in training people to care um but without a doubt as somebody if you're interested in being a better leader then I would say to you caring really matters in so many ways that's it for this week ciao